It's live. You're on fire today, aren't you? It's local. Now. Hey, I'm an idiot. I know. <laughs> and it's a little bit loose. Please? Help if I called you mummy. Never call me that. I'm certainly not calling you daddy. <laughs> Get ready for anything to happen, Sunny Coast. The Ellie and Bex podcast. Right, that's so wacky. Anything could happen. I know. Should we change that? Well, it's, Is that a bit of the radio cliche? I love the fact that we're like, anything can happen, but it's exactly the same intro every day. Yeah. Um, exactly. And like we're not going to go and decapitate someone on the radio. Okay. So not anything can happen. So I want to read something to you. In an acutely disturbed state of mind characterized by restlessness, illusions, incoherence and delirium. Yes. Pretty much describes today's show. Delirious. Yeah, look, <laughs> we often on a Friday from five till six we'll have yep. silly hour. Today we had silly show. silly show on a Tuesday. That's it. Why not? No rhyme or reason We're innovating. You know why? Because anything can happen. Anything can happen. <laughs> it's so wacky. They are so wacky. No, I think it's got to do with stress. Um, <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, I'm it's stressed okay. out of my brain. I just wrote a to-do list. I never write to-do lists. Oh, I do all the time. I never do. Do you want to hear what's on it? Uh, let's do it. Okay. Um, sure, you want to do this on so... air. It sounds great. <laughs> it is Silly Tuesday still. <laughs> boat. Yeah, you got to build a boat. Accountant. Got to see an accountant. Pack. Packing for Perth. Post office. Sending something. Receiving something. i got to go oh. pick up a dress that I bought for the radio awards. Good. What does it describe it? I, I think it's too cash, TBH. <laughs> it's just, I definitely think it's, it's too just cash. denim overalls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit worried. Yeah, everyone dresses it. up for it. It's so I know. funny. It's like, it's like a low-rent version of the Logies and everyone gets doled up. Yeah, it's, I know. If it's no, no good, though, you're I can not wear regret it to I reckon. Just right. wear that green one you went when we went years ago. I hide that. Oh. I really liked that though. Also, you can't wear the same dress to the same oh, you're event. Right, you're right. You're right. My I guarantee you, Big Boss Rod will be wearing the same bloody suit. He, yeah, but he's boys well, can. Girls can. Anyway, uh, enjoy today's podcast. It is delirious. It's quite stupid, really, but you might get a lull. Okay. You might. You, you might sure? not. We can't guarantee anything could happen. Anything could happen. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. As you know, Eleanor, I am a big fan of fight sports uh, and been a boxing and Muay Thai commentator for a long time. Mm-hmm. In the boxing world mm. uh, and particularly in, in martial arts, there's this unspoken thing where there's that many different organisations, you know, like the WBC and whatever else. There's all these like really good ones. Mm-hmm. But there's that many offshoots that there are a lot of fake World champions, the people you know, fight in a right. backyard, yeah, backyard yeah, yeah. somewhere in Dadilabar or something. And oh, now I'm a world champion. I think what you're trying to do in this story, even though I haven't heard it yet, is the reverse of that. You're trying to get rid of a title that I didn't want, nor did I deserve. But at the end of the day, you're still the world champion. No, I'm not the world champion. <laughs> okay. Make a For those of you who are new to the show, welcome. We love mm. to have you here. You may not know that in 2020, because that was two years ago now, yeah. I one day, as I always do, came on this radio show yes. and told a story, yes. thinking this will be one day's worth Can of content. Can I summarise it? And it will <laughs> leave me and that's it. Please let me say it's the best story I've ever heard. You went out, got on the sauce, got a kebab at Ocean Street, uh, ate half of it, put it in your handbag, took it home, ate a little bit more, chucked it in your waste paper basket in your bedroom, forgot about it, and then crunchy stuff started coming out through the carpet in the pursuing days. Not crunchy, slimy, wriggly. Um, and, uh, yeah, you had maggots. And to the extent that years later we met the people who bought that that yes, share house. Yes, they said which and was she was, room. And the poor kid was like, which room was your room? I just have to make sure because I don't want to be living in the maggot room. Yes, I, was, I literally have been approached on the street by strangers saying, hey, maggot girl. <laughs> 
It is a title that has not left me until now, Bex. It has still hasn't left you. Until now. Still hasn't left you. Watching Channel 7 News, yes. Sunshine yes. Coast, yes. Yes. and Mr. Bruff came on screen. Mr. what? Bruff. Oh, Bruff. yeah, you got it. I thought you said Mr. Bruff. <laughs> no. I was like, nope. <laughs> and uh, laid this story on us. Sunshine Coast mother has shared photos of what she says is cooked maggots oh. in the stuffing of her chicken. So what's she saying happened? She bought some chicken from a supermarket, mm-hmm. took it home, cooked mm-hmm. it up and found maggots in it. Okay. Therefore, okay. she is now maggot girl. Okay. Okay. And look, that would be fine. I'm going to go say that. That would be absolutely fine. But here's the thing. Oh, here we go. Here's the thing. What? She purchased it. Yes. And it had maggots in it. Yes. When you got your kebab, it was to food safety standards. It wasn't until <laughs> you put it in the that. perfect. You ate it. Yeah, but I. It did. The maggots. The maggots weren't in the kebab. They I, were on I, your carpet. I ate they it in were, the dark. That was a direct result of your grottiness, and that is why you shall ever be the WBC heavyweight champion of the world. How do we know, Ellie Maggot Girl, that she, these maggots didn't appear in her chicken after the after chicken was she, in her? Had, in her how do we ownership. Not, how do we not know that she's not part of some weird cult that worships you and she took it home, <laughs> threw it in the bin and said, I'll see you in the morning. You know what? I'd find that weirdly flattering. I'm okay with that. <laughs> you and I spend a lot of time in this job, Bex. Yes. Scouring through the news of the day because our job is to keep you updated. And, and there are a few ways in which it generally goes. Cool award. Oh, sorry. What was going on there? Mate? That was a video that auto-played that I didn't want to auto-play. Super. Well, just turn the computer off. Don't I need the computer don't. for when I play the other audio, okay? Okay, no need to yell just because you can't do your job. Okay? <gasps> <laughs> okay, here's how it works with us, right? Either turn up, we've both had heaps happen overnight in our lives or something's happened in the world or mm-hmm. we're doing something, got a current project like Dadbod Squad or the Build-A-Boat Regatta, et cetera, and we walk in and we go, how about this, blah, 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 and then all of a sudden you've got this huge show with so many things and guests and everything happening. Yes. Or you have, you know, one of those days where you get to work and you've got maybe half the show to fill and, you know, we eke it out. Mm-hmm. We tend to have it sorted by about sort of one thirty, two o'clock. Or you have days like today where it's a bloody punish. And we're not the only ones in the news world who are struggling because I tell you what, news.com.au isn't doing much better. In my scour, <laughs> I found... Other people call it reading. <laughs> ...an entire article yeah. that was written about Prince Harry, of course. Good bit of clickbait, this. Yeah, we love a, we love a royal story. Easy content for us. Prince Harry has made a candid revelation about his three-year-old son in a surprise Zoom call wow, with the British family. Wow, candid and revelation. Right? There's some emotive language. I really demand to know what this is. Candid revelation, exactly. We are, like, this is an exclusive that news.com.au has got. Surely. You then click on it. What is the candid revelation? Tell me. I need to know. <clears throat> the candid revolution, revelation is... Oh, revolution. <laughs> ...that the Duke and Duchess of Sussex's eldest child, three, has a squeaky voice. <gasps> A three-year-old has a squeaky voice. <laughs> that is the candid revelation that I spent approximately three minutes of my day today reading about. He's <gasps> got a squeaky voice in his three, <laughs> just like every other three-year-old. So sorry, but that's not a candid revelation. Okay, so here's what we'd like you to do. Have you got a run-of-the-mill revelation about your own child? Now, mm. as a new dad, I know as well as anyone... Mm. I love running around talking about the great stuff that Xavier does. Oh, yes. he does these eight solids for the first time. Oh, he can clap his hands if you ask him to. Yeah. I 
haven't, however, mm. oh, here we told go. anyone. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. For example, mm-hmm. his favourite toy is a tube of pawpaw ointment. <gasps> That is Buy the most you candid want. revelation. The red little Lucas pawpaw ointment. Yep. Loves that. Sees that tube. Frosts wow. it. That's crazy. I, I can't believe that we've broken that news here on the show today. So there you go. I've got one about my little nephew. Yeah, it's not your kid though, really. My, nep- my three-year-old nephew, Oscar. Yes. He's not very tall. <gasps> and he's three? <laughs> yep, he is. Wait for it. Shorter than me. <gasps> <laughs> I can see why you need the computer now. So we turn to you. And bugger it, I don't even know if we've got it in the cupboard, but I'm going to throw one on there. A Sea Life Family Pass. Oi, okay. Well, you better hope we've got one in the cupboard. <laughs> we do now. Uh, a sea Life Family Pass <laughs> for the best call. Ring us up. Give us a mundane revelation about your kid. They can be of any age. The more mundane, the better. But if you ring up and go, oh, they came first in athletics, I will dead set hang yeah, up yeah, on yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll give you one about Xavier, yep. my nine-month-old boy. It's a close tie, I would suggest, but I reckon his favourite food is... Mango with coconut yogurt. <gasps> Honestly, hold on. Let me just hear, hear this. This is me typing up the article. <laughs> Someone got paid for that. I know. Think about it. Five four five double one nine one nine. Ring us up. Just tell us something random, run of the mill about your kids. Let's have some fun instead of skiding like we're at mother's group. Uh, Courtney's in Nambour. Hello, Court. Hey, how you guys going? Good. Good. How many have you got? How many kids? Look, I've got two. I can hear them in you the can background. Certainly hear one of them. I was going to say I've got a got a three year old Holly and a one year old Alex. Oh, beautiful! Great. Is it, it absolute nightmare when they can both move as well? Oh heck yeah! <laughs> They're always going off. If you tie them up, you get in trouble. Um, all right, so give it, boots, mate. Give us an underwhelming fact about your kid. Look, my one year old. He's not very smart. <laughs> <laughs> That's all there is. Is that it? it? <laughs> like, you know, he's just decided most kids cuddle their baby blankets. He's trying to be eating it. Um, Good boy. Pulls out little bits and chomp chomp. There you go. That's all we need. Hear him in the background. He needs yeah. more blanket. Needs more blanket, <laughs> Mum. <laughs> Courts, you ever want to just come in and hang out with us? Yeah. In the studio? Oh, look, look, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Martinis, maybe. It's Veronica in Caloundra West. Hello. Guys, how are you going? Good, good, good. This isn't about young Samuel, is it? Uh, no, it's about his twin sister. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> Samuela. Uh, All right, well, yes, uh, yes. <laughs> well, it's uh, Olivia. 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 What um, um, mundane fact have you got for yeah, us? Yeah, I'm sitting down. Hit me well, with it. Well, I, well, I think I can trump the friend. Mm-hmm. My daughter Olivia has a husky boy. <gasps> oh. <laughs> I mean, look, if I was running news.com.au, I'd look at the metrics, I'd look at the results, wouldn't you, Chaney? Oh, you get an and, expert And on. if the squeaky was, no, but if the squeaky was scoring a lot of hits. Yeah, right. Hit him with a husky the next day. Yes. Then maybe we could find like a baritone the day after that. Could be a whole, you know, timeline series of kids and voices. A chipmunk voice, you know. Husky voice. I'll tell you one thing, V. Uh, it's still kind of a trend, but when I was younger, maybe 20 years ago, and, and maybe I think for you, Chaney, when you were growing up, Radio announcers, particularly female radio announcers, Super particularly speed. with the Nova Network, etc. That was in vogue. <laughs> so if your uh, if your daughter ever wants to uh, earn not much money, um, yep. but do not much work. No, but to be honest, <laughs> these days all you have to have to do is sound like a bogan, and that's how you get a job in radio. That's how I got it. So we don't pay her though. So um, <laughs> lovely to talk to you and say Thanks, hi. Me. Say hi to Olivia. You've blown us away. Love that. Uh, <laughs> Abs in Biwa. 
Hello. Hello, guys. How are you? Good. Now, you've got a number of children, am I right? I, yeah, I do have four and we're expecting our fifth. Wow. Oh, congratulations. Okay. All right. So you've got plenty now, of mundane facts up your you, sleeves. You're condemned to seven-seat <laughs> cars now for the rest of your life. Today's main one that I rang up about was mm-hmm. I've got a five-year-old little girl in prep who spends, has spent majority of her year, like of this year, in the principal's office because of her behaviour. And today was the first day all year she hasn't been sent to the principal's office. <gasps> See. I, I want to reward her for that, but that sounds like a brag to me. It's a parenting win. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's progress. We'll take yeah, it. Well, well, we'll done. We'll take it. Exactly. <laughs> Ellie and Bex. Thanks to North Coast Boating. Live your dream. Just add water. I was at North Coast Boating this morning. Mm-hmm. Narice and Pete and the team. Mm-hmm. And uh, picked up the prize boat, the Mercury yeah, boating package. I've got to tell you, glided effortlessly. You don't get a trailer, but I borrowed one to get it home, of course. But yep. this being the inflatable that it is, you could actually deflate it, yep. fold it up. Put Pop it in, in the back seat. Put it in your camper trailer, uh, back of your 4B, whatever, when you're going away. Yeah. Get to the other end. Bob's your uncle, whack so on the motor, you've got yourself a boat. So good. That is what's up for grabs with CFM's Build-A-Boat Regatta. It's happening next Saturday, the 22nd. So soon. Yeah, and I'm registrations... I'm so happy my boat's finished. How about you? <laughs> um, <laughs> getting there, getting there. Um, registrations have been pouring in, so it is time to meet another entrant. Darren, I want to hear all about your boat. First of all, welcome, Captain. Yeah, welcome. Welcome. Captain. We're, all, we're all captains here, although Ellie doesn't have a vessel yet. So, Hey, mine is in construction as of tonight, okay? Um, tell us about your girl. Yeah, tell us what, how, how you're doing it, how you're approaching it. Uh, we just cut a couple of um, poly drums, 200-litre drums up and made a little boat out of that. 200-litre? You, so, so you're going to sit inside the drum itself? No, we're just sitting on top. Yeah. Oh. Just built, we just filled it with foam and... And just sitting on top and we're going to just going to row. Filled, you know, oh. like some of the best brands in the world, the Boston Whalers and whatever, <laughs> the, the, the old foam-filled hull. Daz, when yeah. you say we, who's in your team? Uh, I've got a, a brother-in-law's um, coming with me. Oh, nice. Do you say that? Is he, like, is, is he the passenger? You know when you have to do group assignments and there's one person that doesn't put <laughs> anything? No, no, no. No, no. no we're both going paddle. <laughs> oh, nice. Beautiful. Uh, I want to ask you this. Obviously, uh, you and Ellie have both gone with sort of a, a barrel-style flotation system. Are you worried? It's not really set up for speed. No, not really, but we, we have made a sail to put on as well. So oh. hopefully, See, hopefully it's windy on the day. Oh, oh, wind that... power. Yes, Are you, you going to say now, oh, I had that idea? Because no, 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 we've no. got so, to get away from this. So I, mine is like a catamaran style, oh, my, the base of my boat. <laughs> but I've been wondering whether I should <laughs> chuck a little sail at the top or chuck a little centreboard through the middle and boom, Bob's your uncle. I have got the Sydney to Hobart Mate, you, one and you, done. Yours is a pole. <laughs> yes, thank you, Daz. <laughs> Just, just buy a tarp and yeah, make a bit of wood. That's a great I've just got to say, sheet. you keep talking about yours, Ellie. Yeah, yeah. Yours right now, the bamboo. Yeah, <laughs> is is a is a uh, sheet of uh, faux bamboo from Bunnings <laughs> and a bunch of uh, water bottles that she found on marketplace. Yes, so just you wait. Just settle down. Settle down before you start what trying to make it a glacier bay. Okay, <laughs> just quietly. <laughs> Daz, I feel like you and I have a very similar design and I look forward to see who seeing who's got us faster. Like, I feel like you day. don't. <laughs> yeah. Do you have yeah, a name? Sounds good because I know we haven't come up with a name yet, but um yeah, we've got another week week to decide on that. So yeah, yeah, exactly. good on you for building. Yeah, no, looking forward to it. And just quietly, that little uh, zippy little Mercury inflatable boating package that I've actually got in my garage at the moment. That going to the kids, family. 
Uh, just the family. Yeah. Yeah. Kids. The thing yeah. is, you can fold it up. You can put it, if you've got a Forby or a, a wagon or whatever, you can fold it up and pump it up at the other end. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly right. You take it, take it camping with you. Yeah, perfect. Back happy, back. happy days. Ellie had that idea before you, just so, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> no, Thank you. Thank you, Captain, <laughs> da- Captain Darren, at ease. Um, and we'll see you on the waters next weekend. Thank you. Sounds good. Ellie and Bex. 91.9. Hey, um, speaking of cars, <laughs> yes, one has ploughed through oh. the walls of a house in Golden Beach night before last. This Anyone poor injured? lady, uh, only minor injuries to the driver, uh-huh. uh, did get taken to hospital, but all good. Um, they're trying to figure out what went wrong. But basically, this poor woman. Well, car went through a wall. <laughs> but why the car went through the okay. wall? Cars, believe it or not, Bex, don't know if you know this, cars aren't designed to go through walls. Some are. Okay. Name one. A wall breaker. <laughs> Is that from such okay, a close okay, MG? Okay, okay, carry on. Anyway, so this woman's sitting in her chair and she gets up, luckily enough, and seconds later the car, the car comes through mm. and literally collapses the chair. So the chair's gone. So if she was sitting in that chair, yeah. boom, lights out. Tell you what, she narrowly avoided a disaster. Thank you. Thank you for summarising. She sure did. And and go for it. Now ask the people what we want to hear. Have you narrowly avoided a disaster? (laughs) 545 We're silly today. We're Um, silly today. Mate of mine, way back when, going back some time, family were on holiday uh, doing touristy things in Tasmania. Mm -hmm. And they're on the way to whatever they were doing for the particular day. And he got in trouble because he left his jumper behind. And as we know, Tasmania is perennially freezing. Yeah, yeah, you need a duck down. And so they had to go all the way back to the hotel, Mm. pick it up and come back. And when they came back, cop cars everywhere. (gasps) No way. Port Arthur. That's like the only thing I know about Tasmania is Port Arthur. Port Arthur. There's a lot of beautiful things about Tasmania that you should go and see for yourself. Well, the most newsworthy event to ever happen there. They missed it. That in the mind. They missed being present for uh, the biggest massacre in Australian history. That's one of those things you'd have a new take on life, He'd be like, see, guys? Yeah, right. Thanks for yelling at me for not having my bloody jumper. (gasps) Right. That is crazy. You would honestly, you'd reevaluate your whole life if that was the case. I'd do so much volunteer work after that. You're so full of crap, man. You don't even volunteer to get here before midday, (laughs) so what are you talking about? I was here at 11.42. And we pay you. We pay you. Having coffee by 12.01. I'm feeling sick this morning. if you have nearly been in a disaster but not quite, if you have dodged a bullet metaphorically or literally, Mm -hmm. Magic Mike happened to him visiting family over in in, in Lebanon because my mum's from Lebanon and they have this thing where at New Year's and whatever, you've seen it on the news, they fire guns in the air. That's Mm -hmm. the way they celebrate. It's a little strange but they've been through wars, right? Yeah. Standing in my aunt's kitchen, there's an aluminium frame and a fly screen door out to the balcony and Magic was going to put the rubbish out. All of a sudden, a round from a twenty-two that someone had fired in the air hit the aluminium frame as he was opening it. Classic. Jeez Louise. And then he rang someone back home and did an eight-minute break about the age gap <laughs> between celebrity couples. Five, four, five, double one, nine, one, nine. If you've been seconds away from disaster, we want to hear your story right now. Joe's in Burnside. Hey, Joe. Hey, guys. How you going? Going all right, Joe. When Joe called through, Joe said to me, is this the second from disaster hotline? And I said, yes. It is. Yep. That's all this number is used this, for. This whole show's a disaster, Joe. <laughs> so, <laughs> it what, really is what, today. What have you got? Mate, uh, this is going back in the day when I was working retail. I had to go up towards Tincam Bay to help set up the, the new BCF store that was opening up. So at the time, it was 40-degree weather. 
and being like, I think I was like 18, 19, driving around in a uh, broken down, you know, uh, <laughs> had no air con. Uh-oh. So um, I'm, I'm working long hours. I'm driving back in the afternoon and I've got no cold air hitting me. But even with the windows down, it's like a, it's a heater running. Yeah. So I actually passed out the wheel and, <gasps> um, and I felt, luckily enough, I felt, uh, the car drive over the two middle um, bumpy lines on the on the yeah. road, so that woke me up, and muscle memory kicked in, and I just woke up and just swung to the left because uh, I had a Holden Como just driving straight at me, and I missed <gasps> it by a meter. Oh my goodness, Joe! That is yeah. Horrendous. So that's my yeah, that's my. That's why uh, Joe's pulled over right now. Yes. <laughs> it's, 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 moral Joe. of the story. Don't make your employees drive around in cars in Queensland without aircon. Yeah, Just saying. Look, you know what? Just, Just saying. Exactly. Get a car with aircon. Joe, do you now have a rule? All your cars must have aircon. All cars must have aircon and cruise control. Yeah, good. Yeah, cruise yeah. control. That wouldn't have helped That's in that situation. Yeah. In fact, that probably makes it worse, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. 91.9 CFM. Shifting plates and making mates. Bex's Dad Bob Squad. For Jets, Jeff Horn's six-week boxing challenge. Yeah, registrations are still open now. So apply 919cfm.com.au to join the Dad Bod Squad. And each day this week, we're going to be calling back someone who successfully made it in. Now, Andy from Sippy Downs, tell us, why is it you want to be part of the Dad Bod Squad? Well, the simple fact is I have five kids between the age of 16 and 3. Yep. Um, I work full-time. I'm a sales rep, so I spend a lot of time on the road. Mm-hmm. So I spend probably way too much time sitting on my butt. Um, I, I'm banging on the door of 145 kilo. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's big. Thing. Sorry. Um, I, I have type 1 diabetes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have multiple complications when it comes to my health. And I have been trying really hard to get some kind of movement going and things like that to be able to help me and... You just can't sometimes get moving enough. Mm. I need the help to be able to have someone be able to sort of go, hey, this is what you realistically should be doing. Mm-hmm. And I thought the Dad Bod Squad is a really good driver to be able to say, hey, I've got a bunch of people standing beside me, pushing me along, that I could help push them along. And the there. encouragement goes a hell of a long way yep. to being able to make a massive difference in the factor of people sort of rely on you to do your part. Yeah. 100%. You just want to be a better person. We get that. And and, and what I can tell is, obviously, um, you've got five kids, so you used to be quite physically active, if you get my drift. Okay, all right. Now, now, <laughs> Steady. Okay, we just need another <laughs> hobby, that's all. I used to play gridiron for the Sunshine Coast Spartans and things like that and it got to the point of I just literally couldn't do it anymore. My body couldn't handle it and wanted to give in. Yeah. And I always wanted to get myself back to a situation of being able to show my kids that it's never too late and, you know, if you keep trying, you'll get there. You've just got to keep going. Yeah. Well, that's 100%. pretty much... I mean, look, we do it in Latin, but that's pretty much the motto of the Dadbot Squad. <laughs> you have uh, summed it up very well, Andy. Look, I'll tell you what, we'd, lo- <laughs> we'd love to see you back out on the park playing, and that's why I'd like to invite you to take up a spot within the Dadbot Squad, and we'll get you away with six weeks as part of the team. I would absolutely be thrilled to. Oh, good, Good, Andy. Jim. Good, uh, good Jets, Jim, up your way at Sippy Downs, too. Yeah. Fantastic establishment, that one. It is a one. great gym, that Clean one. Clean as a whistle. Yeah, Woohoo! Yeah.
Yeah, the boys. Have you noticed I've got yesterday the bloke was six foot seven yeah, and a yeah. buck forty, and he's a brick. Yeah. I'm just I'm getting actually a security team <laughs> yeah. around me, which is what's happening. Ellie and Bex. I have a news story that I didn't think would ever be a thing. <laughs> and definitely wasn't supposed to be on the show. It's Look, like, it was going to be my ten to six. You know, it's bit. like when the the, the 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 first thirteen or the first fifteen play, and a kid from grade nine has to play. <laughs> You know. I guarantee this is worth hearing. Okay, this will generate a bit of dinner table chat tonight. Oh, sure it will. Especially okay, if there's no Sunshine one Sunshine Coast house families. And you don't own a dinner table. Yeah. Snoop Dogg yep. has put up tiny billboards yes. around Melbourne and Sydney for dogs. How does that work? <laughs> is it like what the size of, say, like an iPad? Yes, it's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. So picture a billboard like yeah. you can see on the Sunshine Motorway or somewhere. Yeah. yeah. But make it ten times smaller, pop it on a little post at the height of a dog's eye line, and that's what I'm talking about. He's just stuck them up in parks across Melbourne and Sydney. I'm so jealous. Why, I'm though? Sydney right now. Uh, to promote his um, new wine. <laughs> of course. Of course. The dog <laughs> wine. just no reason. I didn't think there'd be much meat on the bone, pardon the pun. Oh, that was a bad pun. And this one. So, uh, one well, of them says, where's the portiette, dog? <laughs> I like that. Yeah. It's a it's a type of rosé. What's with? That's another thing, right? What's with these hardcore rappers yeah. releasing rosé lines? Tipple. <laughs> like a tipple. Snoop Dogg's got one. Post Malone's got his own rosé. ACDC have their own wine. Do that. But is it a rosé? Because rosé's not yeah. the hardest of wines. No, it's not really. It's not you know, really. like, release a Shiraz by all means. <laughs> exactly. A Chardonnay even. Not a rosé. Um, I thought this was going to go the way that it's gone. So um, <laughs> I thought it needed a bit more meat, as I say. So I actually Googled Snoop Dogg jokes and there's some good ones. Oh, no. Okay, I'm going to hit you with a couple. Okay. There's the old one everyone knows. Why does um, Snoop Dogg carry an umbrella? The drizzle manizzle. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, why That'd did Snoop Dogg buy a German cookbook for schnitzel? <laughs> um, no. what, what about this one? Why does Snoop Dogg use conditioner? For frizzle. <laughs> There's another one that I really like, but it's kind of racist, so I'm not going to okay, say well, it. Okay, well, don't say that one. Let's completely avoid okay, that one, please. Um, why couldn't... Oh, no, that's just terrible. Um, this is going well for you. What I'm is Snoop Dogg's, What is Snoop Dogg's favourite tool? The chiselman is all. There you go, Sunny Coast. Maybe it should have just been left at a 10 to 16. The chiselman is all. Ellie and Bex.